with the current market conditions and what we have seen within the crypto industry it really highlights the importance of self-custody and that's where ledger comes in ledger they're the largest hardware wallet within the world with trusted by over 4 million users worldwide the ledger live app makes it easy for you to manage track buy and sell your crypto assets Exchanges have had an exhaustive history of being hacked, not all but some. Uh, it really highlights the importance of holding your own private keys and getting them off of centralized exchanges. Uh, to get started today, uh, go in the show notes. It'll show all of the information with Ledger and start safely securing your crypto assets today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Insightful Principles. Uh, in today's content, I want to break down some of the recent data uh, that we've seen with uh, just inflation, with the consumer price index. I uh, want to also kind of talk more specifically with the producer price index, which uh, measures more of the price, the change in prices uh, from the producer side of things. When you think about manufacturing and things like that, and and also want to kind of give you all some insight on uh, just what's going on with interest rates and uh, what to expect uh, when it comes to the next Fed meeting uh, that we're going to have, uh, which is going to be in uh, June 14th of 2023. Um, but as always, if you all can please just rate, leave a review, uh, continue to keep sharing this with your family and friends. It's always greatly appreciated. Uh, so we did recently get the CPI, uh, the inflation index that came out on May 10th of 2023. And it actually showed that uh, year-over-year inflation uh, actually has decreased down uh, for the month of April. Uh, it actually uh, had showed 4.93%, uh, which was down from 4.98% from the March print. And some of the notable increases within the CPI report uh, came from shelter, uh, gasoline, and used vehicles. And some of the notable declines was around new vehicles, uh, fuel oil and also food at home so it definitely is still showing that you know there's progress being made with inflation uh, but you know also it highlights just how hard it is for the fed to get to that annual target of two percent and it, it is showing that inflation is looking a lot more stickier it's coming down but you know not nearly as fast as the fed would like and we're just kind of looking at the history of the inflation rate and when we look over the last year uh like i mentioned you know for march and april we've seen uh some small declines it's still around 4.9 percent um but when you think about where we were at a year ago uh in april of last year of 2022 inflation was actually at 8.2 percent and then we had that peak that happened in june of 2022 where inflation was at 9.06 percent and since that point, you know, we've kind of steadily been on a decline. Um, but with even just kind of looking at the history, you know, from like July to September of last year, we still were stayed at about 8%. Um, and then we were able to get a decline down to 7.75% uh, within October uh, of last year. And then in December of 2022, um, it pushed down to about 6.4%. Uh, and then, you know, now we're starting to see uh, a little bit more decrease, you know, with looking more recently here in April with being around 49 
Um, but we'll see what happens, you know, but I think that, you know, it is good to see that inflation is, is slowing down and we're not nearly having as, as brutal of a spring in the summer as we had last year. You know, I could just remember, you know, gasoline being somewhere close to, you know, $5, you know, you know, four, $4 and 50 cent to $5. And now, uh, with it being more much at a normal level, you know, somewhere around, you know, three and a half dollars, you know, I, I think it is a lot easier on, on families and the grocery shopping, you know, I still am seeing inflation in certain areas um, when it comes to just like, you know, fruits and vegetables and meats and different things like that. Um, but overall, it still has been coming down, but it's yet to be determined to see what is going to happen if we may potentially see a spike up. Um, but we'll have to just wait and, and see how that, how that unfolds. Uh, but you know, also the PCE, uh, which is core inflation, uh, this is what the Federal Reserve tends to look at to see uh, what's happening with inflation, uh, with excluding like uh, food and energy. Uh, and they also want to see what changes are happening with consumer behavior within the economy. And it also identifies like what consumers are spending um, on goods and services throughout the economy. And it also accounts for two thirds of domestic final spending. And it, it is known as to be a primary engine uh, that drives future economic growth. Uh, so the PCE uh, has also came down since the beginning of the year. Um, even if you look more more recently for March of 2023, uh, we had the PCE come out at 4.2%. And even if we look since December of 2022, it was at 5.3%. Uh, January of this year, 5.4%. February, 5.1%. Uh, and now we're uh, for March. It was 4.2. Uh, now for the April print, uh, that's not going to be coming until May 26. So we still have a little bit of time for that. Um, but I do think that is going to be something good to pay attention to um, because it is something that the Fed tends to look at when it comes to just core inflation uh, within our economy. And, you know, another also indicator that is always, you know, um, important to look at is like I mentioned with the PPI, which is the producer price index. Uh, this also has showed, this was actually released today, uh, May 11th of 2023. And it showed that, you know, prices for April have come down when you look at more on the producer side, the manufacturing side, uh, it's actually, uh, at about, uh, 2.3% is uh, what it shows uh, year over year. And even if I look since January of this year, um, we were at 5.7%. And then February was 4.8%. Uh, and then March was 27 and, and now it's 2.3%. So that definitely is declining as well, which is it's good to look at these both of these different indicators because they do correlate you know when you think about cpi uh that's what the consumer is feeling you know when they're going to the grocery store when they're filling up their gas tank but the ppi actually shows you um what the change in prices are happening from people that are actually uh, providing the oil to the consumers or they're providing the fruits and the vegetables, they're providing the meats, um, they're in the warehouse preparing these different materials and packages. Um, that is kind of more on the back end, whereas, you know, I look at the 
the CPI is more of the front end uh, what people are actually seeing uh, when they actually go uh, to purchase these goods and services so definitely good to look at those in collaboration with each other because they both can uh, have an impact on uh, just what's happening from both the consumer side and the producer side uh, now just the last thing I wanted to talk with you all is uh, just kind of where interest rates are at right now and, and just some of the probabilities uh, with looking at forward when we look at the june 14th meeting uh that's going to be coming from the federal reserve and uh right now we still are uh the federal funds rate is still between uh five to five point two five percent and there is a probability here with looking at the CME. Uh, they have a fair watch tool online. I, I definitely will highly recommend you all to check it out um, because it kind of gives you a probability of what the Fed could potentially do uh, within the next meeting. And it actually shows here that uh, for their their expectations, they are showing here that 97.4% is they're going to actually keep rates at where they're at now. And then there's a 2.6% probability that they may raise um, to 5.25 uh, to 5.50%. So I think that is interesting to, to show uh, what the expectations are and, and what potentially can happen with interest rates. You know, I know uh, more recently uh, when the, uh, when Jerome Powell uh, had his, uh, the last meeting that happened in uh in april uh he kind of really just touched on that you know for for them they are going to continue to keep analyzing the data uh and then they're going to kind of make a decision from there to decide you know if it's best you know to continue to raise rates or if they're going to pause you know um the, the language was kind of more you know dovish but it, it also was you know kind of hawkish as well just kind of stating that they want to continue to keep fighting um until the job is done um but i do think that it's going to be very interesting to see um how that you know plays with the markets and and, and what can happen moving forward but you know i think that uh, just the probability of, of them staying where they're at now. Uh, I know that has been a lot of the sentiment and, you know, the dot plot uh, kind of also gives an idea of what interest rates could potentially do, where they can go looking forward over the next two years. Um, and it actually is showing for 2024 uh, that a majority of the dots is showing here on this chart that 4.0 percent is is what they at least are aiming for um in 2025 is going to be uh somewhere around uh three and a half percent a little bit between three and three and a half percent and of course their longer run goal is to get down to that two percent for the annual rate so we'll see how you know what happens as far as when it comes to their interest rates and, and how that plays a role uh, when it comes to uh, just inflation. Um, but yeah, it's interesting to see, you know, where things are at now. And, you know, I definitely think demand um, has been becoming much tighter. Uh, and, you know, we'll see how the labor market, you know, can react to that when we think about jobs and, and, and how that could potentially uh, just impact overall the, uh, the labor market. Uh, but that wraps it up for this video and in this podcast. You know, if you all have, you know, any questions, certainly can always reach out. Um, all of my contact information will be in the show notes. And I uh, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. You know, continue to rate, leave a review, um, continue to share this amongst your circle. And I thank you all so much for listening and uh, have a blessed day.